Hey everyone, Zen here. I hope that this podcast finds you safe at home with your loved ones. But before we begin, I thought I should give some background to the following podcast. Last year, right after VidCon, I had a bit of a VidCon glow and decided that I wanted to do a podcast about it in case anyone had an interest in attending. And since my friend Jennifer, who hosts another podcast that we do together called Main Street UCI, a podcast about all things Disney, um, since she attended last year with me, I thought it would be a good podcast uh, partner to do it with her about the convention. However, the podcast got lost in the folders of my computer and I promptly forgot about it. Well, fast forward to today, I just found out that VidCon was canceled and immediately remembered the podcast and thought it might be relevant today. Anyways, this was a rec- this one was recorded by a year ago, and I hope that you enjoy it. Next week, we'll return to our normal hosts and topics. Welcome, 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 or welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast that's all things about travel, be it destinations, customs, food, technology, intellectual, international curiosity, and exploring the world. I am Zen, and this is my co-host, Katharina. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and my other co-host, Kristen. Yeah, this is Kristen here. No. <laughs> no, this is not. No, we're not. This isn't a normal episode of the podcast. No. Is it Zen? No. no. Actually, this is Jennifer and Hello. David. Um, you guys may not know, but I am a co-host on another podcast called Main Street UCI, which is everything about Disneyland. So mm-hmm. if you want to uh, listen to it, I highly recommend it. Jennifer is hosting it. And for that alone, you'll like it better than this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of fun. Like, I kind of like not having to worry about the intro. Isn't it funny? It's yeah. like when you don't, same thing as when I'm on your podcast. The yeah. thing is like, I, I don't feel the burden. Of, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's, not, it's not as much pressure like, okay, you know, so, yeah, So I like it. <laughs> the reason why I have these two fine people along with me is um, Jennifer and I recently came back from VidCon mm-hmm. that happened in that? July, like July. mid-July, I want to say. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And we thought it would be really fun to talk about what happens at VidCon because lots of people have never heard of it. And some people are like, wow, that exists. I'm really interested. And David has expressed that he's had a lot of interest, but he hasn't been. So we thought we'd bring him along so we could just listen to it firsthand. Yeah, my ankles are also cuffed to the chair. I'm not allowed to <laughs> There's that, too. You know, it's fine. Ignore that. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> So, with that in mind, um, this is a, little, a special podcast with our uh, with our friends from me- uh, Main Street UCI. <laughs> Which podcast am That's I in? So I'm looking at the I'm looking at my co-host from another podcast, and it's like um, from Main Street UCI. And we'll be right back after the sponsor break. At 21, Steve Jobs founds Apple Computer. Colonel Sanders is 62 when his first KFC franchise opens. Success can come at any age. Need help jumpstarting your success? With thousands of courses and 60-plus certificate programs, UCI Division of Continuing Education can help. Courses are offered every quarter, so start today at ce.uci.edu forward slash amazing. And VidCon. So, uh, hey, do you want to describe VidCon? From 
I'll this is your yeah, first VidCon. Yeah. Jennifer, this was so, what is VidCon? I'm also going to tell you. So I thought VidCon was a fake thing at first. Really? When I told you about it? No, or? no, no. Like, oh, like years and years ago, the first time I'd ever heard of VidCon was actually part of a online uh, series based on Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice called The Lizzie Bennet Diaries. And there's one episode where they go to VidCon and... I kept thinking, wow, this is really elaborate. They actually went to the Anaheim Convention Center and they made badges. Like, I, the name, for some reason, I was like, <laughs> that's not a real thing. That sounds ridiculous. There's no such thing as VidCon. And then, sure yeah. enough, it is. There are so There's many VidCon fans yeah. that are just going to destroy you in the comments <laughs> like, how? section. How so- in the world would you not know this? And yeah. and VidCon, what for you know to be VidCon is actually designed. If you right now YouTube is a form of entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, much to the chagrin of like Netflix and you know like all the other streaming and yeah. crabby Gen Xers. Yeah, <laughs> and and what it is is that right now. Um, Millennials use YouTube as a form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. They find their favorite stars um, that meet their personalities. Um, they learn how to do things, for example, doing makeup. Or if you want to learn about Japan, there's bloggers who live in Japan yeah. and just talk about Japan and the culture. And so no matter what your interest, millennials are finding that they can find um, their tribe by going to um, YouTube to um, going to YouTube and finding their tribe. Mm -hmm. And so um, VidCon is actually a convention kind of like Comic-Con. And which, you know, if you like comics, you go to Comic-Con. Or if you like comic book-based movies, you go to Comic-Con. But if you like YouTube personalities, you go to VidCon. Mm -hmm. Mm. So um, It's a three-tier sort of system, too, which is really interesting. So... The bottom level is for what they call the community section. So this is for, I want to say we mostly saw like younger Mm -hmm. people, like families and and things like that. And this is where um, not only can you go see your favorite YouTube personalities on different stages, but there's actually different booths. So it's kind of like Comic-Con where, Mm -hmm. you know, they they had a Barbie booth and they had a replica of her dream house and... Five-year-old uh, inner me was, like, freaking yeah. out. <laughs> they, people scale yeah. that you can walk into. Yeah, it was really, really cool. They even had, like, a table where you could flip it, and it was breakfast on one side, and it was, like, lunch on the other side. Just interesting stuff. Forget about Barbie dream house. This sounds like my dream house. Yeah. They had Nickelodeon. <laughs> right. Pink. <laughs> breakfast and lunch for free. Actually, Absolutely. made out Flip. of plastic. <laughs> Well, one of the things on YouTube that's very popular, um, they have lots of Nerf channels where people review yeah. diff- various different Nerf guns. Yeah. And so people are modifying them and they do these YouTube videos on it. So um, apparently Nerf found out about this. And yeah. so they actually set up an arena. Yeah. A Nerf nice. arena where you could stand in line and try out like one of eight or ten different Nerf guns and run around and shoot your family and friends. <laughs> Um, and dodge behind, and it was, oh, David's just like, where was I when Zen was there? Uh-huh. I could have chased him down and hunted him <laughs> like an animal. No, 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 no. I just, uh, <laughs> that was the no, now, now the Now the five year old in me is going nuts because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I mean, 
I remember playing Nerf guns with my cousins. Mm-hmm. That was our thing. My my nine year old daughter loved it because we have Nerf guns around the house, and yeah, she she just loved running around and like shooting mom and dad. So. <laughs> not at the face, not at the face. There, there were so many. It was interesting because you had like stuff that kind of skewed younger, like you know. Um, they, they had, like, these little toy companies and stuff that were clearly for, for younger kids. And then they had stuff like Nickelodeon that mm. was, like, equal parts nostalgic and also, like, skewing towards the younger kids. And then they had stuff that was a little bit older and a little more directed at creators. Like, you know, try out our new mics or try out our right. blah, blah, blah. Like, there was a section where you could play your instrument and record it and then see what you thought of the quality of, of their mics versus whatever you're currently using. Right. So yeah. That was really cool. And they had a lot of hands-on stuff, like, for example, um, makeup. There yeah. was a lot of makeup companies there because yeah. mm-hmm. makeup is so popular popular on YouTube. And they actually had makeup artists come out and then you could sit, you could wait in line and you have a makeup artist do your face or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, do your face, do your hair, do your... So. Yeah, there were like little gem things, I think, that people were getting in their hair. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. My daughter got them. My wife got them, right. actually. Oh, I should have got them. They were kind of... They was actually, for lack of a better word, it was a, sta- a staple gun that shot out little gems with stickers on it and you stuck oh. into your hair. Yeah. So, and you just... They would go in and like, ka-chunk, 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 and then put gems into your hair. And my... And actually, I'm surprised I haven't heard more from it. It's like, I'm surprised we don't own one already. <laughs> so, But talking about level two, which mm-hmm. um, you mentioned that there was something about creator stuff yes. for creators. Why don't you tell us about creators? So the creator section, um, I think you had to pay more. I forget how much more it was. But then you got access to a bunch of panels that were specifically geared towards creators. So it right. would they, they had things like... Um, you know, here is how to get the most out of your Instagram. Here is how you can um, create more effective, um, like, titles for your YouTube videos. Using... How to become the next YouTube star. Yeah, yeah. So there, there were things that, you know, it was interesting because they had something for everyone. So they had stuff where it's like, you know, here's how you kind of manage your reputation to stuff that I was super interested in. Here's how you use Adobe products to, you know do stuff more effectively and, and things like that. So that was, do they have any panels on how not to ruin your YouTube career to the point where you have to make an apology? <laughs> right? video? Oh, Oh, there was a little kid that was dressed as an apology video. No, it was so funny. awesome. No. So he had this giant, like, cardboard cutout and and he had printed out this picture of of a background and then there was a a hole cut for his head and he had a box of kleenex that he was carrying around too and he was oh you know what i think i saw you post that on your instagram or something because it it was like the title of the video was just i'm sorry can i have a box of tissues that like 3.7 million views yeah it was so good the only thing that would have made that costume better was that if if it had like the the views bar and then right below that in the place where it usually is it's the like or dislike bar and it's just a disproportionate number of dislikes (laughs) yeah it was so funny like there were people who came in costume i was kind of amazed that's kind of cool yeah so well i think going to your point is i believe i i don't think it was this year but i believe i saw in a couple years past what they had was actually a crisis control oh for creators so like if 
you have a problem or you made a mistake or you said something, how to take care of those types of problems. So essentially it's for people who are interested in becoming creators creating content on YouTube mm-hmm. and developing a following. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that would be the creator level. Mm-hmm. So then there is, two, so like, so repeat, there's like the uh, the community level mm-hmm. is like if you are a fan of YouTube personalities or YouTube channels and you want to meet your fans and learn more, you know, like get their autograph or whatever, mm-hmm. that's level one. Level two is I am a content creator. I want to make YouTube videos or other content for Facebook. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. And then there's level three, which is superstar level. Kind of. Superstar was- limo. <laughs> no. Yes. If you no, want to get that podcast. joke, go over and give us a listen. Yeah. <laughs> so the the third level was industry, and it was interesting because it was industry, and then there was a small section for um, like featured creators. So they invited different YouTube personalities, and they had like a separate lounge for them. They had like a concierge sort of service, so you actually saw where the famous YouTubers were getting picked up by the oh, yeah, cars yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. shuttled back and forth between the hotels. So that was interesting. That was, right. yeah. And this level was primarily designed for if you are in the industry mm-hmm. of utilizing content creators and um, doing placement. Yeah. So working with content, uh, using them as influencers. Mm-hmm. So if you have widget one, two, or three, how do I work with these people? And how do I get my my widget one, two, three placed onto these channels? Because they mm-hmm. have millions and millions of views. Who's the appropriate person to use? What can I expect for my investment and such? Mm-hmm. And um, so, and Jennifer and I were luckily enough, lucky enough to be able to go to this section because we by trade we're marketers yeah yeah and what mostly the reason why i don't know how you how you envision i actually we actually went to a podcasting um the podcasting panel how to become more effective podcasters hopefully this it's working <laughs> <laughs> well maybe it's working for you guys but i didn't go to this panel so i still just it's kind suck. of mediocre <laughs> yeah basically yeah but um we also you know it's like um marketing is all about learning how to communicate and learning your audience and making sure that you have the right product for your audience and so we go to these things as like oh we want to learn about video we're going to learn how to um, how to communicate with our audience and mm-hmm. make sure that we have the right product for them yeah. and so we so we go to this it's like what are the metrics um, I thought one of the most interesting things was this was announced not last year but the year before so this would be in 2017 um, videos YouTube videos in particular were the number one trusted source for recommendation of a product. Mm-hmm. Mm. Used to be when I was younger, it's like, who do you ask? You ask your dad and you ask your next door neighbor and you ask your friends, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was always friends and family. Hey, which is the best vacuum cleaner? Which is the best hammer? Which is, but now instead, what has 
usurped friends and family is YouTube. Mm -hmm. You go to YouTube and you see this guy and he tries out three hammers and he says this hammer, this hammer, and this hammer. And why this hammer is better than that hammer, depending on who you are, which is the best vacuum for you. So that's very interesting to marketers is that, hey, you know, here's a whole um, it's it's like television. Well, actually, it's almost like consumer reports. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. It's like here's some homegrown consumer reports. Someone has done the dirty work for you and you don't have to spend the money. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. Well, also interesting as a marketer is YouTube is such a, a, a huge Goliath yeah. now that. I mean, it is truly, okay, so by trade, I'm not a marketer, I'm an actor, mm -hmm. I'm a media personality, I guess you could call me now, but one of the great things about growing up as an actor slash singer slash media personality now is you can learn to do anything off of YouTube, mm -hmm. right? Like for my the show that I'm in right now, I had to learn the basics of firearm safety. Hmm. You, can, you can learn so much just off of what dudes do. Do on YouTube. And if you find a channel that has um, a moderate amount of, of uh, subscribers behind it, uh, a pretty good backing from, from views perspective, I mean, you can do a lot from a marketing perspective by sponsoring that video or, I don't know, it would be kind of questionable if uh, uh, Wesson was doing something, you know, like sponsoring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these, these firearm videos. But you could do it in other realms just mm -hmm. as easily. And... Put your brand out there. Yeah. It's an easy way. Um, so these are the three different levels, and these are the three different uh, areas that you may be interested in if you want to attend VidCon. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was actually as a... Uh, I guess we're content creators, but of course we're not doing video. Yeah, it's right. like we're content creators, but you know we're also kind of have an ear out because we are a part of the marketing department. Like, yeah. oh hey, so and so could really benefit from this, or yeah, yeah, know, that kind of thing. But, but um, as a consumer, as a, um, I, I love I actually personally, I um, enjoy quite a few. Um, I'm sorry, YouTube channels that deal with things like watches yeah. or Japan. I'm a big Japanophile, mm -hmm. and I obviously don't have the money to go all the time. So Some, Somebody between. needs to contact Merriam-Webster about that one. Japanophile? <laughs> yeah. Needs to be in the dictionary. Okay. <laughs> Let's call him. Okay, continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's, so it allows me to follow my interests. And, and that's the other part. It's like YouTube is my um, outlet that to be able to find information on subjects that you can't find in a library. Yeah. Um, subjects Much faster, that, too. Yeah. You know? Your friends may not know about. Yeah. It's just, it gives you a tribe to go to. Mm -hmm. So, what was your favorite part? Oh, gosh. Um, I really, really enjoyed all the panels. Um, like, I learned a lot of really good tricks, especially for, um, you know, different Adobe products, because there's some that... You know, I kind of use off and on. I don't use as, as much as others. And then to see some tricks, um, like for After Effects, that was really cool. It's like, oh, wow, that's so much easier than trying to animate stuff by hand or, you know, whatever. And then I... I also really liked the the show floor. Mm -hmm. Like that was really fun. It was such a weird mix of stuff, but at the same time, like the Barbie house was so just like wow, it's Barbie's Barbie house. house. <laughs> so yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So I yeah. think I, mine was. You know what? I actually got to go see um, some of the panels. I mean, on, and at the at the industry level, mm -hmm. 
But I also got to see, it's like one of my favorite channels is, oh my goodness, I'm blinking, Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen this. They're it's, so good. I love their It videos. is a YouTube channel on how to cook and they show you how to cook. But it's also very personality driven. Mm-hmm. And I forget the gentleman's name, but there's this one gentleman who just looks like he could be your next door neighbor and he was a construction worker or something like that. And this guy actually, he was a construction worker. Mm-hmm. He's got that affable kind of personality. And then later on, he's like, oh, I'm going to go into, I'm going to start cooking. And he went to cooking school. And so he's got this very genuine kind of like friendly, you know, he's one of those guys that looks like there's always a pencil behind his ear and a base backwards yeah. baseball cap. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he, he was, they, they actually did a show live actually on the floor. Ah, oh, that's um, cool. So it was fun to watch that. Also, to kind of give you guys a little bit of a idea of scale. So um, this takes place annually in Anaheim, um, Anaheim Convention Center, which happens to be across the street from Disneyland. Yeah, I was going to say, it's really <laughs> close, isn't it? Yeah, it's it essentially across the street from yeah. Disneyland. So pro tip, if you have a pass, just go eat at Disneyland because some of the food options weren't that great. Yeah. <laughs> just, or... Don't do that, and don't spend ten dollars on a corn dog. Pack your food. Yeah, oh. there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, what was the um, attendance? Is roughly thirty thousand people yeah, over a four a three a three day period. Yeah. So, um, to give you an idea, um, Comic Con is about one hundred thirty thousand. The sister smaller one, I think, is around seventy thousand, but thirty thousand is a huge crowd, but it's still manageable. Yeah. So it's 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 it feels really crowded. It feels really popular, but never do you get so frustrated. It's like, oh my god, get me out of here because yeah. of the crowds. Especially the upper two levels, like mm. they definitely did not feel overcrowded. It was a nice escape from the masses below and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the show floor was a bit crowded at times, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, really. No. They did a good job. I mean, 30,000 sounds like a lot of people, but that's like a, a modest attendance day for an NFL game, really. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. that many people to fit in a huge convention center. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And they were very, very good about safety. Um, they didn't allow you to bring anything too big bag-wise. Or then, um, you know, you had to bring either like a fanny pack or a mini backpack or a clear backpack. Um, and they were checking stuff at every entrance and exit. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, this lady brought nine meals with her. <laughs> What's wrong with her? <laughs> did you get any swag? Did I? Oh, I did. I did. Okay. So from the I tried out. So Adobe had this really cool thing that um, they had different characters that they had created, and then they had technology that matched your movements to the character. So it would actually, like, you would do a little dance, and then the character would follow you. So um, when you were done with that, you got a pair of sunglasses that had, like, these weird kind of gem lenses. Yeah. It's hard to describe. They made me really dizzy. They were like kaleidoscope glasses. Yeah, like kaleidoscope. So, and then they also were you made giving it look out, like a fly when you were wearing them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were cool to look at, but they were not very good to look out of. And then they also had hair scrunchies, which was amazing because it was so ridiculously hot that day that yeah. I was like, I think I tweeted to them, like, thank you, Adobe, I was dying. You're the best. I love you even more now. So, well, yeah. it, it, it's so funny because it's this kind of, like, this very, very diverse kind of floor because you have everything from, 
like you were talking about the Barbie Playhouse mm-hmm. or a Nerf station. They, I saw um, Disney was talking about their Descendants movie, Descendants oh, 3 coming out. That's right. Yes. And they were giving out, my daughter got it. It's like they were actually painting everyone's nails. Mm-hmm. And it was um, temperature, uh, that nail polish is temperature I sensitive. I should have gotten that, yeah. And so like the cold parts of your nail that extend from your nail bed would actually be a different color. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you put your fingers in, like, cold water, they all change to a different color. Um, they had hair dye, too, like, temporary hair dye. Yes. And yes. I got that, but I'm too afraid to use it, so yeah. I probably won't. So, <laughs> naturally, with the nail polish, I'm guessing, Jennifer, that Zen bought, like, six tubes <laughs> for himself. Yes. No, no, no. They're little, they don't call them tubes. I don't care what they call them. I don't buy them. You buy them. Now you tell me what they're called. I actually don't know. Is there nail polish? Uh, I don't use nail polish. Vials? I don't know what they're because called. Because I'm bad with nail polish. Vials sounds like you're drinking poison. Like, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, My this is Descendants three. I'm like gonna look it up. <laughs> so, and and so on the other hand, on the opposite end was um, they have a well-known prosumer company called Black Magic, mm-hmm. um, which is a camera company that sells ten thousand dollar cameras, um, video cameras. That is, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's around. Actually, I think they start around two to three up to and on up, but they actually have their own editing. St- uh, software for studios mm-hmm. and they actually had a classroom on the showroom f- floor so kind of like next to like where kids are getting gems put into their hair you have a class going on teaching people how to become be- better video editors yeah so it's such a dichotomous such high industry right next to something that's just just for young people who yeah. to enjoy themselves so it was really fun to see that type of thing all across the board I kind of like the fact that they mixed it up a little bit, so right. it didn't feel so segregated. Yeah, yeah. We're like, here's here's the boring stuffy section. Here's the kiddie section. You know, but yeah, <laughs> it was really neat. Well, it is kind of, I mean, the the kiddie section. <laughs> I don't know what you. That's that's got to be a huge market, though. Oh, it was crazy. Like there were even things like. Um, there was some lemonade company. I'm blanking on the name now, but they had like Mike's. a was it Mike's, Mike's lemonade? Lemonade. They they had wait, like wait, a wait. My, Mike's lemonade. No, actually, no. No, wait, it's well, not no. Mike's lemonade not. in the kitty section. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's someone's name though. I think it's a, it's in a glass. It's something's lemonade. No. Yes. I'm Maybe. pretty sure. Maybe. But they have It's like, either that or there's like Hubert's lemonade oh, as well. Oh, it was Hubert's. It was Hubert's. Was it That's Hubert? what it was. Yeah. Because they had Sorry, a... I was drinking my... No. <laughs> <laughs> they had a pool and it was filled with yellow um, balls and then they had... It was like a ball pit for little kids. It's filled so. with yellow lemonade. Yes. That's what they're calling it. No. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Yeah. Or there was a, there was this giant candy thing outside that was like a candy dispenser so yeah. you could go up and get. But, I mean, that thing had been sitting in the hot sun, too. So it was Well, like, they were Ew. refilling it constantly. Oh, so it wasn't okay, sitting so there, out wasn't there that melted long. Melted and gross. So they, and yeah. they had like a big, huge slide. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, like they had like a carnival slide outside. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's just like an, it's just like a pop culture convention it just yeah. happened to be focusing on um focusing on uh youtube it was, or it was funny general. too like you know you saw people in suits and stuff because they're clearly headed to the industry and then it, it's just this weird mix of like you know from very buttoned up to like woo crazy so yeah 
Okay. That's interesting. Well, heck. <laughs> Um, I think, you know, we'll make this a short one because I think that kind of describes everything. Before we go, it's like, Jennifer, do you you have a favorite um, YouTube channel by chance? I have a couple. Um, Let me think. Are they all Disney related because of Main Street UCI? They're, the majority of them are. I would say, like, I'm mostly, and it's very true, like, I really don't watch a lot of TV. I usually do watch YouTube. So I've. I watch stuff that I've watched for years, like Jenna Marbles, because uh-huh. she's just so fun and crazy, and I love her. And um, I watch more Disney-related ones, like uh, Random Land with Justin Scard. Um, I really like watching The Bookish Princess. She's kind of a more obscure Disney one, but she also does. Um, she also like has a love of like Jane Austen and stuff like that. So, um, and fashion. Um, I really like watching Glam and Gore too because even though like I'm not a horror person, but at the same time I'm so fascinated by people that can use FX makeup and and stuff like that. So those are primarily the ones I kind of watch. I want to say, um, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Would you go again? I would go again. I think the the topics, the panels that I found were really, really helpful. I definitely learned a lot. And then it was kind of nice in between panels to take a break, go down to the showroom floor and see the the crazy things that were going on. That's my experience as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I will also say that um, while I did have to go professionally... Um, on Saturday, they don't have any industry panels, mm-hmm. and on set, but our passes are still good for community things. And so, actually, on s- Saturday, I brought my um, purchase tickets for my wife and daughter, mm-hmm. and we attended all day Saturday, and they had a fantastic time. Nice. So, yeah. um, so I not not only did I go there professionally, I went there as a um, just kind of a general crowd person mm-hmm. just to go experience it um, at a community level. David, do you have any um, favorite or YouTube, not a YouTube, YouTube channel? Yeah, actually, I am a huge YouTube person. Um, I don't actually have a <laughs> channel, which is for my uh, my acting videos, but I won't you recommend. Should. I do. Oh, you do. I do have oh, one. Oh, sorry. No, I yes. said I didn't. Okay. No, I do have one. Okay. Um, it's not very special, so I won't recommend it. I follow no. a lot of like politics and and social YouTube channels, which I won't recommend just because I don't want to put my political views out there. But if you're looking for, I do also follow a couple of uh, uh, film and entertainment uh, YouTube. channels channels i'm sure that a lot of people my age will have heard of ralph the movie maker oh yeah who is a fantastic movie reviewer dude is so funny so talented can definitely recommend him but he has a pretty large channel i would also recommend a channel called cynical reviews (laughs) um which is a fantastic little again movie review channel done by a wonderful British gentleman check him out and the last recommendation that I'll make is if you're into sports you have to have to have to check out the channel urinating tree which makes (laughs) I don't know why it is called that but it does uh, sports season reviews for almost any sport that you could want. I mean, his most recent video is on the uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline, but he does 
basketball. He does ice hockey. So anything that you could want. So if you're looking for entertainment, I would definitely say check out those three channels. Okay. What about you, Zen? I'm going to give my top three. My top. uh, So one is he's very small. I think his uh, audience is only about 20,000. It's called Tokyo Lens. Uh Um, There's a gentleman named Norm and he lives in Tokyo. He's an expat from Canada Mm -hmm. and he goes and shows you the um, Tokyo in general. And I'm a big traveler. I mean, this is why meet us in Paris. And um, he goes to show you all the little temples that are caught in between large buildings. He goes down the street. He shows you where the best place to view sakura flowers so you don't have to deal with the crowds. He shows you, I mean, so he gives you much more intimate view of Japan um, uh, Tokyo specifically if you were to live there hmm. um, so and like what types of candies he goes to the grocery store and it shows you what you know you look at this what is it let me tell you what this is this is the most amazing type of food yeah. blah 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 so I love watching that because um, once again Japanophile <laughs> um, another one that I can another woman her name is Charmander she does something very similar um, I, as I mentioned, Bon Appetit, um, if you like cooking, that's a great one. And then the last one, I actually, now I'm going for four, it sounds <laughs> like, um, but there's something called a great big, the, the great big story. And it's many documentaries hmm. about different people from around the world and just what they're, just what they do. There's one yeah. guy who they have a five minute video on this person and all he he's dedicated his life to making mochi oh mm-hmm. wow there's another one they um spotlight a young woman who is a rock climber but her profession is she she fixes all those um electrical windmills oh. you know so and so and she because she's a rock climber she does this very well she climbs these things very well she you go up in interior but when they're fixing the blades somehow they'll get damaged she'll actually repel off the side of these you know 20 story windmills and she she says it's kind of like rock climbing and fixing surfboards at the same time <laughs> as she's clean fixing the blades yeah so those oh. are kind of my top ones That's cool. so great all right well, we appreciate you listening in. Um, so if you enjoyed our show, we'd love it if you give us five stars on iTunes or Google Play. Also, if you'd let your friends know, we really appreciate it and help our podcast grow. If you'd like to have more tra- want more travel stuff, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and where you can find our photos of our adventures around the world, including articles and more. Also, I'm going to throw in another plug for Main Street UCI. If you love, well, if there's, if you have a Disney file in you, yes, <laughs> Miriam Weber, a Disney file in you, um, listen to these guys, Jennifer and David are spectacular, and I'm okay as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, what you're looking for is you're looking at p- people who are zany and also happen to love Disney. Yeah. So, so if you good. love Disney, it's about. We talk about rides, we talk about history, we talk about movies. movies. Come for the Disney, stay for the personalities. Yeah. Excellent. Last of all, (laughs) (laughs) mic drop. Drop the mic. (laughs) Well, except these mics are rather expensive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to take care of them. (laughs) (laughs) Last of all, before we leave, we'd like to give a big thank you to our sponsor, University of California, Irvine. Division of Continuing Education, which offers only the best continuing professional education. If you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, check them out at CE 
ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu, and you won't be disappointed. Thanks again for listening and tuning in to our podcast. We will be hearing from you or talking to you next week. Bye. Bye. Adios. (laughs) 